Hey mamas, you're listening to the Whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink, and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. Teaching Tuesday at the Whole Mama. And hey, are you worried about how to find all the right things to do and fit all the pieces together to raise a wholesome and happy child? Are you stressed because you have zero time to spend teaching your kids healthy habits that they will carry into adulthood? Are you barely getting by just by helping them with their schoolwork? Well, today I'm going to help you do just that. Okay, I'm going to help you figure out a way to plant those little seeds for your children so that they carry those happy, healthy habits into adulthood. So first of all, I wanted to let you know what I'm having to drink today. I'm having water and about to have a little bit of caffeinated tea because I have a busy night ahead of me um, and I need a little bit of a pick-me-up. So I don't normally do that. I usually have decaf, but today, you know what? We've got to get some things done. So I hope you have something yummy you're drinking as well. And let's talk about this first, Mama. One of the things that I really feel strongly about is surrounding yourself and surrounding your children within a space that inspires you, pushes and motivates you and comforts you. Spending time with parents and children that push you up instead of pulling you down. And some of the habits that I'm going to mention today will very likely be taught indirectly just by spending time with the right people in your life. Remember, it takes a village to raise our children, so we need to first not be so hard on ourselves and give ourselves some grace because this doesn't happen overnight. These healthy habits are going to be taught over time and modeled by you and others. And so I think a lot of times we get in our heads, we make it overly complicated instead of taking a minute and just breathing and then doing what we feel is best and doing the best that we can. And utilizing those wonderful people in our lives who also can help teach our children these habits. So, you know, we're often worried about how our children are doing in school or how healthy their bodies are. But what about their mental health and their overall well-being? What about teaching life skills and good character and social skills and so much more? 
And how can we set them up for success by planting those little seeds that will help set that solid foundation for their mind and body and soul? Because really our mind and our body are very strongly connected. So keeping our kids on track with both of those can really keep them balanced and healthy and happy. So today I'm going to touch on 12 important habits to focus on and quick ways to incorporate them into your daily lives. You don't have to teach a huge lesson that will take hours and hours. You only need a few things to keep in mind and have on hand to start touching on these today. So let's get started. So these are going to be 12 healthy habits that I really and truly feel will benefit your child in so, so many ways. And one of those that we've already talked about last week are teaching them about fun and nutritious food and keeping that discussion going, right? Balance is key. So of course, there's going to be times where you all treat yourselves to something delicious and not so good for you, but it's one of those things. It's a lifestyle that you are trying to model for your child. So it doesn't, you know, even with me, with with uh, taking on the faster way lifestyle, it doesn't happen overnight. You are changing your lifestyle. And so it's, you know, one of those things where you're teaching your child about how to do this there. It's going to take time. They're going to see you changing things, you balancing out your diet, cooking together, and just having that overall discussion and, you know, on a daily basis. Oh, today we're cooking this because um, it's important to have, you know, healthy greens in your life. Or today we're having protein because protein, you know, it's just one of those things where you can have those little nuggets of knowledge that you're kind of handing over to your child. Or another way of saying is those little seeds you're planting that will, you know, eventually um, help them grow into this, you know, wonderful human being that you know they are. So the second thing is encouraging activity and movement, which we kind of touched on last week as well. And, you know, I constantly struggle, and I know many parents do, with balancing that screen time and activity activity time, um, you know, and trying to find that balance because that balance is beneficial. You know, getting that time outside or active, you know, whatever you're doing, if it's inside or outside, that movement helps to build motor skills and balance and also encourages exploration and creativity and prevents obesity and, um, you know, fosters social skills and whatnot. And then there's that time we know as moms that we may need a little bit of screen time for our kids so we can get a couple things done. And, you know, every, every person, every family's situation is different. So it's just finding again, that balance between having that screen time and being, you know, sitting down and, and being sedentary versus having that movement time. Right. So another thing is instilling responsibility early. Um, so we're kind of switching from just, you know, not, not just talking about your, you know, your, your exercising and your nutri- nutrition, but also some, some skills, um, that we need to instill on a, in a, you know, very early for our children. And one of those is responsibility and it will become a habit. So, you know, keeping them active in responsibilities at home and encouraging them to contribute to their home and set the foundation for excellent work ethic. So, um, in a moment, I'm going to kind of talk about how you can do that, but even just starting, you know, those simple chores that, that are, you know, everyone's contributing to the home. You know, it's not just mom and dad, you know, it's not just the older kids. If you have older kids, it's everyone has something, even if it's one chore you start with and you build on that. So another thing too, is number four is teaching good sleep habits. So maintaining a routine at night right? I know many times my kids are like, can we just stay up a little bit longer? And again, those are those times where you may let them. However, there's also times where you have to say, you know what? 
this is our schedule. You're going to go to school tomorrow. You need to get a good night's rest. And there's so many studies on how beneficial, you know, sleep is for our children, especially as they're growing. And so, you know, maintaining that routine at night and leading up to bedtime, you know, kind of getting their mind and body, mind and body ready for sleep with relaxing activities like calm music or books or puzzles, or just talking to each other about your day and being consistent because their brains and their bodies need that rest and that reboot so that they can be ready to learn or explore for the next day. And number five is something that I think we um, maybe don't even kind of overlook, we just kind of do, and we hope that they kind of do with us, but that's teaching personal hygiene. You know, um, using great books and resources that are out there to teach our, our children things like brushing and flossing and hand washing and, you know, taking a daily shower or a daily bath, you know, covering your mouth when sneezing. And these are just little things that, you know, you kind of turn into habits that they know they regularly do every night or every morning. And it does take time, and I know it takes patience, but I promise you that in the end, it will truly benefit your child. And number six is keeping surrounding their surrounding space clean. So picking up a mess, making their bed daily, you know, other daily reminders that will set them up for success later in life when living, you know, on their own one day, because they're not always going to be living in our home. They, you know, need to kind of be prepared. So at that one point when it is time for them to leave, to leave and, and, you know, get their apartment or, you know, go to college or wherever they're going to be living on their own, that they, and they, they understand the importance of having a clean space and thriving in that space. Number seven is that emotional support, especially right now with everything going on. You know, I think many of us oftentimes get frustrated with our our children. I know we all do. And I think sometimes we forget the language that we're using when addressing them. Um, You know, and of course we all have bad days and we all, you know, are extremely frustrated. and, And especially right now, you know, there's a lot of stress going on. We're all home. A lot of us are home still and spending a lot of time together. So there is going to be tension and frustration. But I think that one of the most important things we can do for our children and their emotions is addressing them because, you know, whether we feel that it's silly or not silly, or we are frustrated that they're crying, that is an emotion that they're feeling. And if they're crying, we have to really try not to to belittle them or shame them because crying is an appropriate way to show an emotion, right? We have to use it as an opportunity to talk about why they feel that way and help guide them to feeling better. And if you think about it, kids have really big feelings in their little bodies, right? We just have to teach them how to handle their emotions in appropriate ways and support them when they're feeling a certain way. And I know it's easier said than done because I have a two-year-old right now and it is lots of emotions happening. But I have to remember that he's some of these feelings he's feeling for the first time and he doesn't know what to do with them. So we kind of have to, you know, use it as a teaching opportunity and explain, you know, appropriate behavior when we're feeling a certain way and that it's okay to cry, that it's okay to feel. I want them to feel. That's part of living. And number eight, teaching gratitude and character. You know, having gratitude helps us recognize the blessings in our life and leads to happiness and fulfillment. It helps our children develop a positive mindset and, you know, healthy relationships and interactions with others and just being prepared for hard times. And, you know, activities that can kind of, there's a million things out there to teach gratitude and character. So you have to find what's best for you and your family. But there's wonderful books out there for children and for parents. You know, role playing is really great for character development. Um, Journaling, you know, doing a gratitude journal, you know, or, you know, just talking about different characteristics in their journal. 
as we've talked before on this podcast, you know, teaching empathy and compassion and, you know, even integrating scripture and Bible stories. So there's many ways, um, you know, especially in also video, you know, videos that are out there that can really help kind of model what good character is. Because again, this is for many of our children, they are, you know, learning all of these different character traits. And, and so we have to kind of model and show them what these character traits look like. And number nine, one of the ones that I think we all struggle with, and that is boredom. But not just boredom. I want you to think about embracing boredom. Because I think in today's age, our children are bombarded by technology and commercials and apps. And, you know, da, 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 I mean, I could go on and on and on. And so, you know, their attention span is like, oh, well, you know, i got to move on to the next thing or the next thing that's kind of flashing in front of my face. But if you remember, you know, this probably speaks to my age, but, you know, I remember when, you know, we had to figure out something to do because there wasn't much to do. And that boredom is actually a wonderful thing. Our children must learn to entertain themselves. So even though they're having all these things coming at them, technology and school and sports and all of these things, having some time to be bored will actually encourage them to create and use their imagination. So if, you know, if my children say, Hey, I'm bored, you know, okay, good. <laughs> Let's go create something. Let's go, you know, um, discover something because sometimes it's not always going to be provided for them. They need to be able to entertain and explore on their own terms and, and learn how to do that. So number 10 is one that I feel is, Oh, so important as well is teaching life skills. You know, our children will need to know how to care for themselves and for others. And, you know, so whether that's, um, and some of this may be, you know, for older kids, but also some of these things you can instill at a very young age, like money, money management in the beginning, talking about, you know, what coins are, what that coins have value that you have to, you know, people work to earn money, um, you know, to buy things and to provide, you know, for their family. And then, you know, as they're getting older, you know, how to, um, how to budget, how to get a savings account, how to, um, use a checkbook or, or whatever, you know, you want to teach them. But again, it's one of those things you can't teach it in a day. You have to model it and start young so that you can build on that foundation. And then also, you know, cooking, um, you know, how to read a recipe, how to measure different things when you're cooking or how to, you know, how to, um, not like a fancy table, but how to set the table or how to do laundry, you know, um, all of those things are important life skills, um, that our children also need to be learning and we can do right at home. And number 11 is teaching, like I said, those healthy, um, healthy money habits. Um, I actually put that one as itself because it really, really is important, um, to be able to, um, to really understand what good money habits are because that's a lifelong skill, right? And as I talked to, you know, talking about what's wants and versus needs, um, setting goals, um, the value of hard work and making responsible choices. So, you know, and then, you know, also even explaining what taxes are. And I mean, there's many, many things you can do. So I kind of left that as I forgot, (laughs) I forgot as I was making this, um, you know, that I left that as one in its own, because I think it really is very important for our children. And last but not least, number 12, and that's teaching social skills and manners. And one of these things, I think of of many of these different things, this one is really could be embedded um, on a daily basis, right? Using polite words. I feel like a broken record. Please say, you know, say, please say, thank you. 
And, but, but, you know, eventually, and I already see it now with my boys, they automatically say, you know, something kind of like, thank you, or, you know, uh, please, or, you know, yes, ma'am, you know, whatever, um, you know, your, your home values, you know, using those polite words or kind greetings, acknowledging others with respect. Um, a big one for me is respecting elders, you know, taking turns and respecting personal space and, and, you know, many, many other things. So, how do we do this? How do we do all these things? I just gave you 12 important habits and you know, it's over, you know, I'm sure it's overwhelming, but how do we do this and get everything else done in our house? So I've also included in this episode, some three quick and easy methods to simply teach these habits right in your own home. And it doesn't have to take a long time. It does not have to be stressful. Um, I promise you. So bear with me as we talk about these three things that I know you can start today. So number one is finding quick teachable moments. So the first way to do that is to identify something. So for example, finding little moments to mention something or point out something or identify something that quickly models what good habit you want your child to see and understand. So for example, wow, did you see how that little girl helped her parents clean off the table? So they're acknowledging that, you know, that good habit that they're doing. And then number two, the second part of that is empowering your child. So tie that identification into your child's own life. Oh, I remember when you helped grandma clean off the dinner table last week on Thanksgiving. So our children need to be reminded often that they carry these same values within themselves. We just have to help them recognize and celebrate these moments and identify ways and how, you know, how they've been doing that in their own lives. And thirdly is to take that moment to teach. So using that brief moment as a time to teach the skill you are acknowledging through a comfortable and easygoing conversation, it literally could take five minutes. Okay. We're not talking like a huge hour lesson where, you know, you're, you're, you know, having them sit down. I mean, there are times we probably sit down and and talk about things like that. But what I'm trying to say is that teaching these things can be quick it can be often and consistent, but you don't have to be stressed out. And, you know, it just kind of happens naturally as you're talking about things and you notice things. So I hope that makes sense. And number two is the power of books and videos. So don't put that pressure all on you and, you know, and, and the other people in your home to teach these things. There are tons of resources out there to help, whether it's an actual book or it's online. And so I, I, you know, even for myself, like there's times for you to be the teacher and there's other times to utilize resources that are already made for you. And number three Children are very hands-on and very visual. So use pictures, items, and experiences um, to, you know, to help them. They're still learning vocabulary and benefit tremendously from manipulatives, which would be, you know, hands-on things, um, whether it's pretend food or actual coins you're teaching or, you know, a pretend checkbook or puppets or role-playing. And even if it's just for 10 minutes, a day, a week, or a month, the point is that you're doing it and you're making time for what's important. And so I hope that you understand that these pieces fit together to help raise the whole child, not just academically, not just physically, but all of it, the whole person, the whole child, right? They are a little people who we are trying to, um, you know, to shape and raise to um, be, you know, wonderful, thriving adults. And it doesn't happen overnight. And so setting that foundation and building on that is really going to help and, you know, take pressure off yourself. You know, even if, like I said, it's a five minute little thing that you're teaching, then you're still doing it. And it is hard. It takes time, but in the end, it is a hundred percent worth the investment in your children. 
So I hope that some of those tips helped you today. And I'm going to leave you with a quote by William Martin that I absolutely love and is such a good reminder. And it's, he says, you don't have to make your children into wonderful people. You just have to remind them that they are wonderful people. So we're taking those teachable moments to remind them that they are capable of being and they are wonderful little people on this earth. And we're just kind of helping to plant those seeds to help them grow and thrive even more. So thank you for joining me today on Teaching Tuesday. I look forward to seeing you this Thursday and hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Hey mama, thank you for joining me at the barn today for the whole mama podcast. I hope you've laughed, reflected, and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself, read daily with your children, and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoy this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at IamTheWholeMama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.